0: Pleased to be joined by Pat Dooley with the Gainesville Sun. Pat's been covering the Florida Gators for many years. Pat, how are you? Are you saying I'm old? Is that what you're trying to no, say? No, that's yeah, why I ahead. just said many years and didn't give the exact number. Hundreds of years. Hundreds yes. of years? Yeah, it's it feels like it.
1: I think this is my 26th street SEC Media day.
0: I'm sure after every hole-in-one you make, you send a text to see Spurrier, don't you? Uh, not yet. I only made two.
1: And it's been and they were a long time ago. So. You got to catch him first, huh? I know. He's yeah. when I get to six, I will
0: send him a, a text. So. <laughs> uh, Florida last year went from four wins to ten. Did you see that kind of improvement under uh, Dan Mullen in his first year?
1: Well, I knew they would. They could. They could get to eight or nine because they weren't four wins bad. You know, everything collapsed. They fired the coach. The basically before the Georgia game and then they went out and played like it and then Randy Shannon had no clue you know uh, they had no choice to, but to put him in there because he'd been, at least been a head coach but it was just a mess you know they went to Malik Zaire who couldn't play a dead and um, so 4-7 and seven was a little misleading I mean you figure if you play the game that gets hurricaned out you're 5-7 and seven. Mm-hmm. Um, they, they they were probably a 7 or 8 win team so The fact that they got to eight didn't surprise me. Um, Some of the results did. I think at the end of the year, um, to to beat FSU as handily as they did, because they had gotten destroyed by them, you know, and and looked just terrible the previous three years. Um, And then you know they got a break a little bit with Michigan. Michigan, a lot of guys sat out that game, but they they played at a high level. And that's the thing about Mullen. Mullen is really good at making players better and his team getting better he did that in Mississippi State you know the question everybody's got for him is can he recruit at an elite level right now he hasn't been able to do that and I'm talking about getting five stars I think I I wrote about this tomorrow the the gap between Georgia and the rest of the East and, and even between Florida they've signed 12 five stars in two years Florida signed none and um that's where they haven't been able to get
0: over the hump is getting those five-star guys. Felipe Franks, I thought, showed dramatic improvement from one year to the next, in particular down the stretch. I think he had 12 touchdown passes, no interceptions. Uh, were you impressed with the job Mullen did with Franks?
1: Yeah, he, he turned him from bad, and I mean bad, to good. Now, I don't know if Felipe can get to great. That's the question we'll see this year, especially behind an offensive line that's Four new starters. Uh, I, I don't. I'm not optimistic about that. But he's got the, the skill guys are almost as. I, I mean, everybody's gonna say, well, Alabama's got the best skill guys. and They probably do, but Florida's right there with them. I mean, they they've got six receivers that can play. They got uh, Michael P. Ride's an elite running back, I believe. But the offensive line could be an issue, and he, and he could be running for his life back there. So, um, I'll be curious. I think Felipe's progression was was. He did a good job of them, but I don't – I think it's a little exaggerated because let's not forget, South Carolina, which was game nine, I believe, he was getting booed on his home home field and and told the crowd to shut the bleep up, you know, uh, after he scored a touchdown. Uh, and and then from that point on, he, he was pretty good. He was a pretty solid quarterback. Uh, I, I still don't think he was I think he has elite skills. We'll see if he mentally can get over the hump of being – consistent day to day pat with what we saw as a huge step forward and a step back on the right track for florida last year a lot of folks have them right there maybe lockstep with georgia competing for the eastern crown and a top 10 team do you think they have the stuff to to meet that expectation or projection i think they can uh again i think that offensive line is a real question uh and and i think defensively they're really going to be good um but, you know, it's, it's a tough schedule. You've got you to go to Kentucky, which normally you would say big deal. But <laughs> Kentucky beat them last year in the Swamp. So you've got to go there. You've got to go to Missouri, which Missouri has owned them lately. They've won four of the last six against Florida. Um, you know, you, obviously you've got the game. Major- they got to beat Georgia. You know, last year they had to beat FSU. You had to get this FSU. FSU had won four or five in a row. They had to win that game. And they, did, they got that done. They, they need to beat Georgia to be able to tell people, hey, look, there is no talent gap here. Um, I think there is a little bit of a talent gap between Georgia and everybody else in the East. But um, they're going to have to find way, a way to win that game in Jacksonville. You mentioned as far as the one proving ground right now for Mullen is wins that, next, wins that first or next five-star recruit going to arrive. How do you feel the Gators are set in terms of depth, especially at the key positions? Well, they, they've had a lot of roster issues uh, this this summer. It's not been a great summer for them. They lost nine guys to the transfer portal, technically ten, because they had a walk-on who got a scholarship, and then he went to the transfer portal, showing great loyalty there. Um, <laughs> so technically they had 10, lost ten to the transfer portal, had two guys who didn't qualify, uh, already lost a key backup uh, to a, a torn Achilles. He's out for the year. Uh, there's a lot of rumors out there about possible suspensions, but Mullen kind of shot those down yesterday. Um, so I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think they're thrilled with the, the number of players they have. In other words, it's like around 78, you know. Uh, but, I, but all their best players are fine, you know. I, I, I think their starting 22 is really good. Um, the depth is going to be pretty young, though, and that's going to be a, an issue for them.
0: I was talking to somebody the other day about Florida that said they, they really like their starting 11 on defense but lack depth in some areas. Do yeah. you agree? Yeah, there's no
1: yeah. doubt. I mean, they don't have a lot of DBs now because they, they've, they've lost some, uh, a couple of them to the transfer portal. Uh, you know, I, I think a big key is going to be Marco Wilson. Does he come back? Is he the same player he was before he blew his knee out mm-hmm. against Kentucky last year? Uh, if he comes back and he's uh, – then, then you've got two lockdown corners. You can play almost anybody defensively if you've got two guys that can play man-to-man the best receivers. Um, I, I like their, their front group, and um, they did get a guy from the transfer portal that's going to help them from Louisville, Greenard. And, um, you know, linebacker, they're, they're solid there. Uh, I, I think they have a chance to be a really strong defense. Um, but, th- yeah, they're at the point right now where – Injuries could be the difference between eleven wins and seven wins. You know
0: that—that's kind of where they are. Lamichael Piron said that the Tennessee game for Florida is—it's not a rivalry anymore. It's just another game. How do you view Tennessee and Florida now?
1: I don't—I don't feel like it's much of a rivalry, and it's not just—it's not just because Florida's kind of handled them. It's because uh, Tennessee's just falling off, as you know very well know. Um, so it feels like another conference game you know I I I don't disagree with him on that um but but you know I we I think a lot of it is because we saw that game last year and we walked away from going wow Tennessee's got a lot further to go than Florida does we we, we we both these are struggling programs Florida obviously is taking a step forward and Tennessee has not but uh and then Tennessee Auburn happens, and you go, I don't, I don't know college football at all. I, I, <laughs> I don't understand it. I'm not going to bet on it. I, it's, it's, it's crazy. So, I don't know Tennessee, but I, I tell you, you guys may, may or may not agree with me on this. I've never come into this, um, this SEC media days less sure about anybody but Alabama and Georgia. I have no idea. What is Auburn going to do? Are they going to? Mm-hmm. Be a playoff team, or are they going to go seven to five and fire Gus Malzahn? That either one could happen. You know, is is Kentucky going to drop off? I, I don't know. Mark Stoops is going to get mad if if somebody says that. Uh, um, you look at a uh, And M. a And M's got a good team, but the schedules brutal. South Carolina. Will says he's got his best team he's had at South Carolina. Their schedule's ridiculous. They go six and six easy.
0: So I have no feel for anybody else in this league. It is going to be tough. Hey, Pat, thank you. We appreciate it. Anytime, guys. Thanks for joining us. Sure. Pat Dooley with the Gainesville Sun.